everybody. <laughs> Welcome. I'm Jacob. And I'm Casey. And we are related. It's true. And welcome to another Christmas episode. The first Christmas episode of the season. Yeah. Of? Disney Channel Surfers. Yeah, where we ride the waves of nostalgia and revisit some of the Disney classics from our youths and uh, we talk about them. Heck yes. What did we watch this week? Well, since it's Christmas... We wanted to start things off on a very dark, bleak note <laughs> with this amazing Christmas question mark movie, <laughs> and it's called Beauty and the Beast. Now, there's two different. There's a couple titles because Beauty and the Beast, uh, as it is on Disney Plus, it's Beauty and the Beast semicolon The Enchanted Christmas. Yeah, but. The way I remember it was it was called Bell's Magical Christmas or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't also even remember sort of remember it like that. But I did Beast. see something else with Bell mm-hmm. on Disney Plus when I was looking and it said Bell's Magical something. So Bell's I wonder Magical if I was World. Yeah, yep. I was wondering if I was like combining the titles in my head. Could be. Yeah, for sure. Might be. Maybe. Um but yeah, we the, we decided to start with this one. And honestly, we're kinda dipping our toes back into when we were doing remember Old back school, when guys? we did the did the summer of sequels yeah oh. <laughs> i thought it was fun that was great honestly like it was it, i'm glad we did it but man some of those movies they though, were terrible it got i mean dark. some of them were really good <laughs> yes right right some of them were really terrible. and eventually i think that was the thing we became acclimated and it's like no this is good quality shit man like it's like is no it though? certainly like certainly we definitely hit that point we're currently drinking some delicious mm, eggnog lattes. Eggnog, gotta do it. It's not Christmas until mm-hmm. you do that. And we already we already know Casey's stance on the whole Christmas thing. Yeah, so that's at this right. point we're like in it. A uh, hell yeah. You know, I think I'm gonna make homemade eggnog this year. You can't just make eggnog. You can, and it has booze in it. And it's made <laughs> from scratch. Rum? Rum I'm guessing. Rum and some other stuff I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. I'm gonna try. We'll see how it turns out. My Man. homemade uh, hot cocoa is really good. Oh, mm. uh, homemade hot cocoa sounds good. I think I've had it. Mm, yeah, you had it last Christmas. It was good. It was good. Um, so figured this is the perfect Christmas movie to start with because it's not too Christmassy. It is. It's <laughs> perfect. I think. And it's definitely one we watched a lot when we were children. Of course. And this, uh, but yeah, this definitely fell into that whole uh, Disney animated sequel territory, even though mm-hmm. it's technically a midquill, if you will. Sort of, yeah. Because it takes place in the middle of the first movie, which is It what... takes place after and in the middle. Yes, because you know, it, the movie, well, yeah, let's get into it. The movie starts off, it's it's post Beauty and the Beast, and it's Christmas time. Lovely music. At the castle, and like I do dig the Beauty and the Beast castle at Christmas so time. So beautiful. Um, looks really good, Like, it, and it looks like the commoners are allowed in and stuff. I and love that so much, yeah. They're celebrating at the castle, Mrs. Potts. Every, the original cast is all back, by yes, the way. Yes, which is so wonderful. And we got some new additions, some very mm-hmm. welcome additions. Agreed. Um, but for now, Mrs. Potts, played by Angela Lansbury, who is Ugh, one of the so many good. voices of Disney, one of the key voices of yeah, Disney. Yeah, she's though, so great. Um, is regaling us with a Christmas story. But Chip, the human version of Chip, voiced uh, not by the original. He, They did have to change it up because, hey, you know, the original Chip kind of, you know, grew up. He grew up. His voice deepened. And... So they, but we did get a, a celebrity voice, Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. And this is before he got, before he started playing Sora for, uh, yeah, for Kingdom Hearts. So cool. What a fun fact. Uh, but I think... After he saw dead people. Um, he's there as Chip, and he just really wants to open a present, and the present he opens has socks in it. And how relatable is that? So relatable, because, <laughs> you know, when you're a kid and you get socks, it is like the end of the world. <laughs> and it's, uh, no, I love no, Christmas no. at the castle. Um, so this takes place after. And then, uh, oh, Lumiere and Cogsworth are up to their typical, like, competitive shenanigans where it's just like oh remember last christmas when i I saved saved christmas it's like oh no i saved christmas like and when we find out who actually saved christmas these guys are assholes like yeah (laughs) yeah wait for it 
Legend Dairy. Um, but finally, it's like, oh, Mrs. Potts, why don't you tell us the story and we can uh, settle it for we'll, ourselves. We'll figure it out, yeah. Um, so Angela Lansbury kicks it off. It's like, all right, this takes place after the <laughs> <laughs> after Belle ran into a pack of wild wolves. Um, so it's it does like, set oh, you great. in place nicely. Like you remember set, that, right? You remember that incident, and it's right after that. It's like, so this is what I'm talking about. This is a dark movie because... When last we left Belle, <laughs> she was happily married to this handsome prince dude. And, you know, they yeah they live happily I mean, ever after for all intents and purposes. The story of Beauty and the Beast is like a pretty fucked up one. I mean, everybody knows that. I know, but it ends on a positive note. Sort and of. And then only, only to be whisked back to that moment of, oh, yeah, remember back when we were cursed and like Belle was like, a uh, prisoner and all that good stuff. Yeah, good times, right? Good Christmas. Super so that's the up. setup for our little Christmas tale. So yeah. that there you go. That that sets the. It is weird. It's tone. like oh, everybody remember when we were inanimate objects? It was so nice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm, okay. Well, be and I guess it's because it's the first Christmas they've been able to celebrate since. Um, right. So I guess that makes sense, but. Um, Regardless, uh, Belle is happily <laughs> imprisoned once again. Um, Stockhold syndrome, yep, baby. The beast is uh, his typical grumpy self. He's just brooding and pacing about. And it's like, and Belle's even wondering, it's like, man, what's up with him lately? Like, he's, uh, he's more cranky. angry than usual. Mm -hmm. um, and she decides to go skating because, hey, um, again, the castle grounds look amazing at oh, Christmas time. Gorgeous. Um, imagine having like that's got oh, blanket man. of snow, so um, beautiful. So she goes to the frozen over lake and starts uh, taking it upon herself to skate, and yeah. uh, she wants to maybe get the beast to skate too. Uh, little does she know, there is somebody else watching who doesn't quite approve of all this like lovey dovey, like getting close nonsense. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Lumiere and everybody else is back, and like Lumi here's the thing about Lumiere in this movie, like. He, they f took the French and like amplified it by like two hundred percent. Absolutely, <laughs> he's oh. like constantly like I, I kept noticing him like uh, wiggling his eyebrows and ooh la la. Yeah, it's like, totally, really, bro. Like everything is just ooh la la. Super super French. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like the furry sweater that she wears when she goes oh, ice skating. Oh, I wrote that too. Yeah, she looks so pretty. And I also thought it was really funny that the beast doesn't need any sort of shoe. He can ice skate with his feet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got the pads. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got those pads. Um, but right. Uh, oh, watching all of this. Well, trying to watch all of this. We were introduced right. to this character who... Uh, An organ. A new character. An organ who's like kind of locked away in a little private room uh, in the West Wing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and this is voiced by none other than voice Tim. legend... Tim Curry. Tim freaking Curry. So Casey, I realized you know that, Tim Curry. Yeah, I realized it three, two down from when I said, oh, it's an organ. Oh, it's an angry organ. Oh, oh it's, it's Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim Curry. Man, let's take a second for Tim Curry. Yeah, that guy's great. Um, What's your favorite role that he's done? Probably this one. No. <laughs> no. no. Um, God, I don't know. I you know. go first. I don't know. Um, I got to look up so, stuff he's done to refresh I mean, my he's brain. known for Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is Ugh. legendary. You know, I've never seen it still. I know. It's okay because it's really weird. I don't even particularly I like feel, it. It's a soundtrack. I feel like me. I'm going to love it. Probably, yeah. Um, very I have a lot of, yes, and I love that kind of shit, and I have a lot of friends that really go in for it, but I want my first time to see it to be immersed around the people dressed oh, the up. Like, thing. I want, yes, so Ooh. unfortunately for me, it's probably going to be yeah. years before <laughs> well, I'll be It's going to be a go. while. <laughs> so that's a good one, but for me, the Tim Curry role, I really, oh, God, he was great yeah, in Fern Gully, we, though. Fern Gully, for sure. How do you pick just one? Um, he was horrifying as the red devil guy in Legend. Um, he was very unsettling in uh, Home Alone 2, <laughs> Escape from New York. Yeah, that movie alone is <laughs> an Problematic. insane movie. Hey, you know how we were, made it fucked up and he was alone at home? Like, let's take him to the most fucked up city for a kid to be let loose in. Like, dear God, man, New yep. York City. Super fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, mm, mm, 
like once you limit it to voice, it's a little easier. He was Nigel Thornberry. Right. Which I was obsessed with the wild Thornberries growing up. Yeah. Oh no, Long John Silver from Muppets Treasure Island. That's my favorite. Of he his. was so yeah. good in the Muppet Muppets Treasure Island is great. It's a great. Movie. It's great. I don't care who. I think Fern Gully though maybe. Yeah. I was looking through my. It's good stuff. He was in Rugrats, the movie, and Rugrats in Paris. Yes, Rugrats he in was, Paris. Uh, he was. He uh, was. What's her name's? Yeah. Assistant. Anyways. Or no, no, no. In the, I forget. Yeah. He's in it though. He is in it. <laughs> Um, Tim Curry is legendary. He's a great villainous voice, like, and just awesome to sing. Like, y'all, like, he's so good. You want to find an excuse to have him sing because he just always owns the song. Um, but he's, yeah, he is Maestro Forte. Mm-hmm. Um, the court composer who was turned into an organ and now, uh, <clears throat> and he's very emo goth. Like, I think. Like, everything out of his mouth, I was like, goths would love this shit. Like, this Totally. Like... Everybody's, like, relating to him. Like, I was <laughs> like, damn. And I was like, why doesn't Forte want to be human? I was very I, confused oh, for yeah. a minute. And that's this guy's game. This is what's funny. Is like, it's like, oh, I hate humanity. Humanity's so overrated. It's like, really? You'd prefer to be an organ, huh? Wow. Like, I, th- that's then, a new level of emo. Like, But then he starts talking about... Like we see, you know, we we saw like everybody get turned into there, mm. and we saw him like you know be Normal. humiliated. Yeah, right. Because he like wrote a upbeat happy song, and the prince hated it. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, he just wants to be wanted, and he wants to feel important. Yeah, not a good reason to curse everyone to damnation. No doubt. Like that's <laughs> the thing is, it's like cool, man. You want to remain an organ? That's fine. Don't take away my don't take away my right to be like to, <laughs> to be, be a human. human. <laughs> and step in the way of like you know love and yeah. like all of that bullshit which like... is kind of his game and yeah he says though i believe he says like oh the world wasn't ready for my level of genius but now it's appreciated because dude's got no choice and i fuel his like misery so he loves me <laughs> he he's loves my it. best friend yeah and i love his voice um and he's got a little lackey named fife a uh, piccolo which is very contradictory like yeah or well i mean i best guess they're both wood woodwind instruments yeah and piccolo like was important at some point piccolo is that what we played no we played recorders mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing that's the thing i think he looks like a recorder he's a piccolo no he is no he's a piccolo yeah, yeah. he's a piccolo yeah. um yeah not sorry to any piccolo players not the <laughs> most uh useful yeah like especially, a flute would have been better because flutes like can still make really pretty music. Especially with an organ, like to accompany an organ, like organ and piccolo. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of strange. Um, and that's kind of the way he keeps him as his lackey. It's like, oh, wouldn't you like to have a solo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which makes me laugh. I'm just like, this poor little piccolo. Like he's just his servant. Like yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, they, let's see, they are making Chris, uh, she makes a Christmas angel and he makes a shadow of a monster. <laughs> God. And that's what I, again, the beast, like is everything out of his mouth is always so depressing and like, yeah, right. It's like, this is no angel. It's the shadow of a monster. And then he attacks the snow. Like, okay. Anger yeah, very issues. Very vicious. Like super angry. <laughs> and she's like, why do I even bother? It's- it's like, oh, don't give up hope, lass. Like, he'll come around. <laughs> and then he goes back, he goes inside, and Forte plays him some music, and he says, the music is the only thing that helps. <laughs> and Forte can't move, by the way. He's bolted yeah, he's to the bolted. wall. That's well, how those old organs work. And worked. they had to be, yeah, yeah or else they would. Huge. They're giants, yeah. Um, We have a guy. Uh, oh, sorry, we already covered that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, oh, yeah, and we skipped over this. I love how, like, even Excited Beast, though, is one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. It is quite scary. One, two, three, one, two, three. I think I got it. (laughs) It's like, holy shit. Okay, I know you're, I think that's you being happy, but no. It's so night and day different from, like, the beast that, or the prince. I should not call him the beast after he's the, but, uh, (laughs) you know, we don't really ever get to see him interact with Belle for very long the prince you know yes yes so that's kind right. of a bummer um i hate christmas 
so he's more upset than usual. Because um, that's when all of this took place. And Belle kind of floats out. It's like, oh, don't you know what time of year it is? It's Christmas. And Lumiere's, oh, anyway, ha ha, uh, moving on. Um, everybody's, and this at this point, I'm like, wait, you guys, they're hiding Christmas? Like, Chip doesn't have a concept of what Christmas is? He doesn't this know. This is fucked up. Um, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, she, so he doesn't have any concept. Do we get the flashback yet? It's Hold on. It's so cute. Hold on, um, let me pause this real quick. Like, well, what, am, well, what would you get him? It's like, well, I don't know. It's like, well, what would you want? I love that. And she's like, well, I always love my books. It's like, well, there you go. Why don't you make him a story? I was like, I, yeah, I loved that shit. I was like, me oh too. man, I would love somebody to make a story for me. I love that so much. And then this song is pretty cool, actually. Stories and stories. <laughs> she keeps saying stories and saying stories. Anyway. It's um, an okay song. It's an okay song. I liked, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it too. Because yeah. it's a very pro literacy book. For sure. Um, uh, thing. And I liked this weird, like, animation that took over. And it's, like, in the pages. And, yeah, like, that was so cool. They actually showed, like, the Little Mermaid. And I think at some point they're flying on a magic carpet. So cute. And also, like, I really love the fact that you can see little bits and glimpses of it. And you see it more later. But um, it's written in French. I wrote that. It's and written in French because Belle, or Beauty and the takes... Beast, does play place in France. It does. It does. I have like one issue with that coming up, but it does. Mm -hmm. It's La beautiful. France. Very cute. And I like how, well, we'll get into it later. But And yeah. it even ends with Finn because France. Um, yeah. And then she even binds it together for him and everything. It's really so cool. sweet. And I loved the box that it went in. She ties it with a bow. They sneak into the West Wing and drop it off like right next to the flower. Ooh, be careful. Um, the 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 magic rose, which as we all know, if we're familiar with the original story, mm -hmm. um, the rose petals are falling from this enchanted rose. Mm -hmm. And uh, once the last petal falls, if the beast has not found a suitable... Uh, uh, Someone to love him as he is. Yep, as he is, um, then they will be cursed forever. Right. Um. But and it's under this cute little glass bell jar. It's such a cool image. Um, Beautiful. And uh, they drop that off. Beast shows up and he notices the gift. Um, and I think Lumiere's in the room. Um, he is. And he notices the gift. He's like, "What's this?" And it's like, "Oh, it's a present." It's like, and he starts to open it. And mm -hmm. Lumiere's like, "No, no, no! You have to wait till Christmas." Christmas. It's like, "What? Yeah. I mean, it's for me though, isn't it?" Um, and, uh, plays up the Christmas thing, and Beast is at first, like, annoyed, we're just saying, oh, Christmas, it's like, come on, master, like, you could, like, uh, she got you a gift, and, like, that usually means a girl cares about you. Right. Like, playing up the fact that, hey, this could be the girl to lift the spell. Right. He's like, oh, really? Well, maybe I should get her something, I guess. Like, I mean, he's such he a petty, should. he sounds like a petulant little child. <laughs> Which is fitting when we find out what age like he turned. Like Yeah, he was young. I guess I should get her something. Um Uh let's see. Bell consults with Cogsworth about Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um but the master's forbidden Christmas and Bell's like, You can't forbid Christmas. And Cogsworth usually plays by the rules so much and then she starts talking about Christmas dinner. Yeah, that's what wins him over is the Which Christmas I'm like, dinner. okay, so they can eat. <laughs> hmm. Oh, don't think too much about it. <laughs> I'm trying not to. And they did list a bunch of really good sounding oh, food like my God. Christmas pudding and custard and that's like another thing I think I want to try to make is like figgy pudding. Figgy pudding. I really want to try to make it. The old school stuff. It, wasn't it savory though? I think pudding. No, is, it's sweet. It can be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, it's made with plums actually. I think mm. instead of figs, which is weird. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, people. Mm. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. No. It just really made me want like a good turkey and gravy and mm -hmm. and ham and like all of the yeah Christmas all the trimmings foods, you know the cranberry all the delicious source. yeah um see Delish. we always like we used like downplay christmas dinner food and play up thanksgiving it's like and i think like, it should be the other way around and with our well with our family especially growing up christmas morning has always been a much bigger deal in our house right and we do christmas eve like we always open one present yep, right and then christmas morning we have like sometimes mom would make like cinnamon rolls right 
sometimes it would be like you can eat candy out of your stocking for breakfast like it was oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you know it's it, it just like <laughs> it just depend on how late she was up uh trying to wrap presents <laughs> right. um but anyways uh no it's really fun though i married into a family that loves christmas dinner yeah. And so it actually works really nicely for me that we don't do a big Christmas dinner in our family because yeah, now true. I don't have to choose. <laughs> um, his family, we do like a big dinner either on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day. And then Christmas morning is reserved for my family. Yes. Which is nice. Nice. It is. I'm really excited. a good way to go. I'm excited to start hosting that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The new house. Um, yeah. Lumiere is such a horn dog. Um, <laughs> he really is. Like, <laughs> like, oh my god. So we already had. What do you call that thing? Is it's not a duster, don't they? Have yeah, a, she's like a duster, uh, a French I duster. I feel like there's more uh, elegant name for it, but the duster. And then he the shamelessly flirts with this wine glass. Yeah, which. Oh my god, the wine glasses. I love this bit. Hold on, we're getting there. <laughs> we soon are introduced to another girlfriend coming up. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. this dude's a horn dog. Yeah, he's just a player. Um, I think yeah. Oh, we did skip it because yeah, he's always the don't naysayers. Wine like, don't wine glasses. Like, sorry, <laughs> it's not fair. It, I like, love that part. It's like me up. It's like so as a kid, hard. you're like, oh, that's clever because they're wine glasses. <laughs> also, as an adult, pretty I was punny. like, that's yeah, pretty, like, clever. <laughs> pretty clever. Pretty clever. Um, so they climb. They uh, get together. At, finally, Cogsworth like agrees, and they climb this tower, which oh. apparently is just for. The Christmas decorations, yeah. which I mean, when you have a castle that big, like, I guess that makes sense. You need to attic space just for the Christmas presents or whatever yeah. uh, decorations. Um, and in that tower, they are they encounter a Christmas angel ornament who is apparently <laughs> the the castle decorator. Is that a thing? Yeah, I guess so. Um Oh, yeah, it's a thing before balls and stuff. Voiced by Miss Bernadette Peters, which mm-hmm. I've never been a big fan of, but she's She fine. did good in this one. Yeah. What was her name? Angeline? Angelique. 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 <laughs> and then he starts making out with her. It's like, okay, wait, I, it's hard to keep track. Like, who does he actually have a relationship with? Maybe she was just his Christmas fling. <laughs> um, They have like an arrangement. I don't know. Could be. Um, be in multiple open relations. Very French. Um, Angelique, <laughs> very French. you know, she's the castle decorator who hasn't really had a job lately. And, uh, you know, she's kind of cynical about the whole Christmas thing. She yeah. doesn't think it's going to make any difference. And bear in mind, people, it's the 24th. So, yeah. Time is ticking. Like, seriously. So they go down there and they start my favorite song. Angelique refuses. Yeah. And then the great song, As Long As There's Christmas, starts oh, out funky. It but... does start out kind of shitty. And then it goes into a beautiful song that mm-hmm. I could not stop singing after I watched this. <laughs> um, the one part of it, though, we'll get a Christmas tree that will reach to the sky and we'll stay up until July. I was like, fuck no. <laughs> no, Hell no, I know. I also no, no, was no. like, hmm. <laughs> It is not mm. going to stay up till July. <laughs> but if you remember, Disney Channel always was a big contender of Christmas in July, and they oh. always played Christmas movies in July. Oh, no. So they were probably just, like, referencing, yeah. you know, themselves. And while this is all going on, they're kind of doing a little bit of decorating, you know, by themselves, uh, these amateurs. Amateurs. Um, and uh, Belle realizes, like, oh, fuck, we need a Christmas tree, man. Yeah, like, you do. Um. And, uh, but we cut back to Five Tells Forte, um, about what's going on. It's like, oh shit, gotta tell him. And Forte tells Beast that they're planning Christmas. And he's like, what? It's like, what? Planning Christmas? No. He's like, yes, you should hate her. She doesn't respect you. She is evil. She's a terrible person because she's female. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's like, but Beast, I like his moments of real. It's like, well, maybe she doesn't know how I feel about Christmas. And <laughs> Forte, it's like, no, no. She, she knows. She knows, bro. It's like, wait, no. How would she know? No, Beast, don't listen to him. Um, and, uh, oh, my God. And most emo line, like, dramatic goth line ever. It's like, you remember how much you hate Christmas. And 
close-up, like, dramatic, like, in the fireplace mm-hmm. shot of the beast. And he's like, the day my life ended. <laughs> it's like, wow. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Um, and is. so they did some interesting work here because apparently, so this is Christmas time and everybody's exchanging gifts. The beast is in human form and he's a pet. He is. He's a petulant little child, little blonde, mm-hmm. blonde haired little bish. And he's ordering people around. It's like, where's my Christmas presents? And they give it to him. It's like a storybook. Oh, you better have something better for me, Forte. That's not I'm gonna, code well. I'm going to. And we're French, so you know I'll cut heads off. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. And like. Mm-hmm. Forte, played by Tim Curry. Um, very odd-looking dude. He has, like, no nose. Um, very white flesh. Yeah. And weird, like, piano key sleeves, which was actually pretty pimping. Yeah. Um, he plays a little Christmas music for him. Very, and he's like, like what is that? And he's like, I composed it for you. Mm-hmm. And Beast is such a little bitch about and it. It's like, oh, that shit's gloomy. Isn't it interesting that he goes and answers the door? And knock on the door. Not and a servant. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who disturbs my Christmas? <laughs> Goes to the door, answers it. It's the, And I was like, oh, shit, no way. They're doing that? So apparently on Christmas is when the curse was initiated. Yep. Which, honestly, there's no reason why it couldn't go that way. Totally. But it wasn't. It definitely wasn't established in the first beauty. And you'd think that would be a detail. It's like, Yeah, oh. they, like, did establish that it was cold and snowy outside. Yeah, but sure. they did not. I don't know. I remembered. And it's been a while since I watched the original Beauty and the Beast, if I'm being truthful. Um, but I thought that there was, like, people over at the palace and it was a party or something. I don't know why I thought that. Hmm. But it was not, clearly. No, I don't think so. I think it was just, just his court. Shit. Yeah. Um, and they explain that in the new... <laughs> <laughs> the new live-action version of Beauty and the Which Beast. I liked. It was pretty good. It's one of the better versions that they've done. Yeah. Um, I think that doing Beauty and the Beast in real life is hard. I think that the play version is probably fantastic, but I haven't gotten to see it yet. Who knows when that will happen? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think, like you know, it's a hard, it's a hard one to do. I thought they did well. Yeah, they could have done better. Of course, but I thought they did well. It's I think Aladdin grab. is the best one they've done so far. Yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, I really liked Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, that's about right. I really did. Jungle Book was all right. Jungle Book was pretty good. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the curse happens. And, yeah. like, you know, the Enchantress is like, you are deceived by your own selfishness or whatever it is. And, cur- and now we I curse your whole castle. Like, and uh, he transforms into the beast and, like, goes into full-on, like, Tasmanian devil snarl mode. We're going, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, totally. It's like, damn, this is scary And she shit. says something Again, like, folks, again, this is a Christmas movie. For children. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she says something about how, like, until you can be loved and until yeah, you right. can love... And I was like, well, these people who are taking care of him did love him. They made him a storybook. I like, hate that. I love that everybody has to suffer for... Well, I guess that's the thing. It's like, so now, oh, yeah, these people are going to hate you. Yeah, well, it's also, I think she was like, well, they're enabling you to, yeah. like, be this person. That, Got it. And that is that is a life lesson we all have to learn, not to enable Don't people. Don't enable. Have the tough conversations. Sucks, man. <laughs> oh, my cats are killing me today. Um... <laughs> in the boiler room oh yes we go to the boiler I love room the boiler room it's cool um, um we are wood is like being loaded into a furnace and uh wait what time period are we in here like would there be a boiler room at this time sure <laughs> um it says there is it reminded me of spirited away um we have a very okay <laughs> and we have one of the most problematic characters yeah. in disney history i in recent disney history <laughs> i think because We've moved on from this shit. We have a very, mm, how do I put this? Jewish yeah. hatchet with crazy dark eyebrows. Yeah. And as if to add insult to injury, it is voiced by our good friend, Mr. Jeff Bennett. My <laughs> favorite. My favorite voice. Honestly, he does some, vo- I've mentioned this. And again, this is going back to summer sequels. Where it's like Jeff Bennett was pretty much in every single Disney animated sequel at some point. And like some of his. All right, do we need. I'm really sorry. 
Now, Casey, you have a husband. I do. His <laughs> name is Josh. <laughs> Who is Jewish. He is. Yeah. Josh had a bar mitzvah and everything. And his uh, grandparents are very Jewish and live in Boca Raton, Florida. Land of the Jewish. <laughs> Florida. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how did you, how did this strike you? Insensitive? Um, yeah, it's definitely felt like a non-Jewish person wrote the character. <laughs> I mean, like, they're just pouring on the, oi, Kavold! Hey, what can I do? Hey, what am I paying you for? Like, and I'm not, this isn't even an exaggeration, people. Like, that's, I feel dirty and uncomfortable doing it. Like, for Jeff Bennett to go into that sound booth and be like, all right. Yeah, it would right, be different Jeff, if could they you give had... us, uh, like, could you give us your best? hatches like, you know who they should have had do it is um what is his name i can't think Tony of it Shalhoub. no the the <laughs> short bald guy that was in seinfeld and then he did the voice for the costanza yeah that guy he would have been great Jason he's a Alexander. good yeah he's a good he's a disney voice guy already because right. he was in a, the the third aladdin movie second right. aladdin he's in the one of them abysmal um, yeah abysmal yeah um he's great and he's actually Jewish, <laughs> right? But or we could, or we could just not have a Jew. I don't know. I think that I think that the that Disney was trying to be inclusive there. I think they were like, because this is a we, Christmas movie. It all movie. pays off when he says Happy Hanukkah later. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just trying to be like, well, there's other. But I'm sorry, now Tinky is wigging. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> My God, <laughs> tis the season. Um, yeah, so I don't know, like, I will say there were probably a couple of times Josh would have chuckled if he was watching it with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Woo, baby. And I was just like, holy crap. Like, they ain't even pretending. And then the beast comes into the boiler and uh, we get this story about the Yule Log, which sounded like a bunch of bullshit to me. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Like, this story about a Yule Log. And it's like, what? It's like, yeah, it's a Yule Log. Everybody gathers around and touches the Yule Log and wishes upon it, and then they burn it, and the wishes are come true. The Beast is like, no, wishes are stupid. <laughs> he actually says that. And you're just like, well, excuse the hell out of me. Um, I mean, there is, like, stuff about Yule Logs. I've heard of Yule Logs. I just yeah. don't know about the whole wishing, like, gather around and put your hand on it and make a wish. Like, what? No, I don't think that that is even true. I'm trying to see. I'm so sorry. My God. Of course, it's about <laughs> sex and fertility. Always. Everything is about sex and fertility. It's lit on the fire for 12 days. Okay. Each of these nights, Good the luck. animal is sacrificed. Never mind. We're going <laughs> to skip this one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. And you Fuck. burn it. <laughs> burn that shit. Anyways. Um, well, I'm glad I like her version. <laughs> And uh, Bell really uh, takes him to task, though. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, you made a wish last year. Is this what you wished for? <laughs> it's just like, why are you so angry? <laughs> <laughs> why? What's up with you, bro? You okay? And uh, just like, I, you couldn't possibly understand Christmas. Like, you, everything being taken away from you to be treated like a, a, a. And she's like, a prisoner. Yeah. It's like, ooh motherfucker like yeah how do you like that doesn't feel so good does it do you like that mr beast um uh and uh so they kind of have this little tiff and he goes away he's like i forbid christmas and we ain't having it peace she's like fuck that i'm just gonna and uh, right she kind of at first is willing to accept it goes to her bedroom and chip's like hey you know get get this stuff together and she's like no, it's canceled. He's like, you can't cancel Christmas. And she's like, yeah, you're right. What am I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, let's go get a fucking Christmas tree, That's Chip. right. And then they have what I think is the most depressing hunt for a Christmas tree ever <laughs> in existence. I you wrote... Just keep walking the grounds. <laughs> Belle sucks at picking trees. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? Um, and uh, Belle... Uh, oh, she drops off the... Pre- oh, we already went through that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have to go back to this quote really quick. It was when when he noticed that the book was on the table and he was like, 
it's a gift. And then Lumiere was like, it's from a girl. And the Beast goes, yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Potts? <laughs> that was a really good take. I laughed really so hard, yeah. Because Beast doesn't get funny moments very often. <laughs> I was often. like, that is so good. Mrs. Potts? Like, no, you fucking moron. No. Nah, that bitch does and not want to give And Beast is a, a little gift. slow. Like, he really is a pretty face, like, underneath it Uh-huh. All. Anyways, back to the picking um, trees. It's, and it's from Ben. See, oh, I think we kind of. Rearrange the moments, but that's that's all right. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Bell sucks. Oh, he goes to. They start making the grounds. The first tree that they come to, we get a very Charlie Brown reaction. It was totally Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. It's a Charlie Brown reference because he even pictures like a little uh, ornament. Uh huh. And it tips over. He's like, nah, too skinny. And he's right. Too skinny. Okay, they move on. Uh oh, but back to the Christmas present thing. Like mm-hmm. he uh go, he decides the oh, present yeah. that he's gonna get her. He goes to Forte and is like, "All right, write Bell a song, but make it happy." And he's like, "But happiness is so depressing." <laughs> that what whole next? thing made me laugh Wedding too. Marches. Because I'm like, Bell like made him a gift. And his gift to her is to have someone else yes. make her a gift. I was just like, they are, it's very telling of both characters. Come on, man! Like, put some fucking thought into it. Like, you have this whole beautiful library. There has to be some books she hasn't seen in there. Wrap them up. Like, mm. she would have been happy with anything. But making somebody else compose a song for her—that's not very. Romantic. There's some thought into it. They gotta cool it with this hatchet, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Kavolt, I like he's being used as a hatchet, and he's complaining about being used headache. as a hatchet. He keeps saying like, "You never, you never get headache." Um, they gotta cool it, like <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bennett. You should be ashamed of yeah, yourself. An asshole. <laughs> uh, Forte lures Bell in with his music. He does. Um, and Bell, and by the way, this music, like he ha- somehow is like able to. The way they help him, like, manipulate the world around him is he apparently has, like, magical notes that come pouring out of his pipes. Yeah, that are sort of hypnotizing. It's really weird. And they're, like, green, which is always the color evil. of evil Unfortunately, it's Disney. my favorite color. Same. Um, I like when they do that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bell meets Fife and Forte. Yeah, and Forte is just, like, an asshole to her from the get-go. Really? Is, like, and not even... And Belle even, like, gives him a look. It's like, bro, like, what is he doing? Like, Forte really plays up the approval of the celebration, starts listing off all these things, and then he really goes off the rails and kind of goes on one. He's mm-hmm. just like, oh, do you have this and that? The other thing, the tree, the tra- the trippings, the trappings, the fang- spangles and fandangles. It's like, whoa, you're off the rails, bro. Hold on. Yeah, chill out, We man. don't have those things. I don't even know if those... What things are those listing things? Yeah. exist spangles fandangles yeah um and he's like a tree um no and no. bell what the fuck why aren't you good at picking trees honestly <laughs> and i also find it very disturbing that there's no trees on the ground <laughs> yeah. like you have to leave the grounds to go get a christmas tree that's very upsetting oh here's my issue you. you have to go into the black forest and the black forest is a real place you guys but it's in Germany. I've been there. It's not in France. <laughs> they what? fucking it up. I went there. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. We rode a train through the Black Forest. It was gorgeous. And they are fucking it up. Yeah. Forte pulls some villainous vocal gymnastics where he's just <laughs> like, where she's like, no, we can't go in the Black Forest. I gave my word that I wouldn't leave the grounds. It's like, oh, let this be and listen to you, little boy. She clearly cares more about <laughs> keeping her word than bringing joy to the rest of the world. It's like, um, like no, you're twisting my words. You're it's rude. like, not at all. No, I agree with you. This male fucking passive aggressive, like, mean bullshit. Like, rude. <laughs> playing on her kindness. And, and uh, then when she's they like, leave, all right, I guess we'll go. Also, I like that they were both like, au revoir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they both said the true French goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Um, and um, he recruits Forte. It's like, hey, I need you to follow her and make sure they don't come back. Really felt like Snow White for a minute. Because that's what she says to the uh, the evil queen says to the huntsman. Like, right. take her to the forest and make sure she I mean, doesn't he really, return. I mean, he really goes far with this. I mean, this is jealousy. I say this later, but I'll say it now. Where <laughs> Maleficent and him would get along really well. They would make a fabulous <laughs> team. <laughs> 
It's like, I, I get it. And she's like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where it's just like, damn, man, jealousy. And it's like, you know what? It's not like, we there ain't there ain't room enough for the both of us. Mm-mm. Nope, she got to go. And so Fife goes to chase after them. Uh, Cogsworth, and they're all still working on the decorations. And what does Angelique do? She's just passing judgment, you know, yep. typical French. And uh, Cogsworth is, oh, he's... Uh, told by Beast to go find her because Beast is like getting everything mm-hmm. set up for a little date scenario. I'm guessing. Yeah, he's um, like, yeah, he's trying like, to make it like a, Cogsworth. It's a like, little damn. Christmas date. Um, so Cogsworth goes to look for him. It's like, oh, uh, I think Bell and uh, Chip. Yeah, they went to look for a Christmas tree. He's like, all right, let's go find him. They start looking and yeah. nowhere to be found, and they realize, oh shit, she went. They went into the black the forest. Mm-hmm spooky place she did take the horse which was smart philippe philippe uh so her philippe the horse is back which is an awesome horse one of the best horses really good horse good it's name a for a horse too um so they're and they really they went far like it's dark by the time they find the right christmas tree apparently <laughs> it was a beautiful good a job good they finally yeah. knew how to pick one like it was Belle really pretty felt like it was a trip worth making She's yeah like, all right let's chop this bad boy down all right here we go Ping, ay, ay, ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep, yep. And then... Uh, also, I gotta say, Belle is so strong because Christmas, even normal-sized Christmas trees, which clearly this is not, um, are really heavy and hard. I've cut them down, and it's not easy, actually. Mm. <laughs> so Mrs. good on her. Potts is sent to distract the master. So she's trying to distract him with some tea. Tim Curry tries to play deck... The whole, I love the way he half-ass sings it. Which mm-hmm. is, Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Uh, Mrs. Potts is uh, lets kind of lets it slip that they can't find Belle. Yeah, and Beast is not happy. He's pissed. And this is when is this when he sings the "Don't Fall in Love" the evil song? Well, yeah, he uses the mirror to locate Belle, and he's like, "I'm gonna bring her back." And Tim Curry looks like, "No." She's abandoned you. Let her go. Yeah. And he's like, no, she's my property, and i that's the way I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, we are treated to Tim Curry's villain song, the very strange villain song, Don't Fall in mm-hmm. Love. Very negative song. <laughs> like, it's basically, I put, it's toxic, the toxic masculinity song. Yeah, it really is. Where it's just like, women, like, they take up so much precious time. Like, don't you want to spend more time with yourself? Like, ugh. Like, ugh, no. life sometimes, you know? Like, I just want to be with myself. Um, It doesn't phase the beast any, because, like, even after the song, he's like, nope, still going to find her. Yeah. Um, So it's inconsequential. But before <laughs> he leaves, he decides to break all the Christmas decorations and everything that everybody's been working really hard on. Yeah. And Angelique is like, I knew this was hopeless. <laughs> so Philippe and the horses, they chop down the tree, they tie it to the sleigh, and yep, they're, they're traveling going. across this frozen lake. And uh, Fife shows up and scares the horse, and the horse like breaks the ice. And this is one of the most stressful scenes I've ever very seen. Very upsetting. I'm always really stressed, um, mostly because our mother really dr- drove this into our heads. Like, even though we live in freaking Oregon. <laughs> Where it's like, it never freezes over like that. If we're being truthful, the water moves too much to freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there's no reason we would do that. But, but she always had said, ice. like, do mm-hmm. not walk on frozen ice. Because if you fall in, you'll your body will freeze and you'll drown. Yeah, you'll die. Yeah, you'll die. <laughs> so <laughs> that, great. This was a really stressful scene for me, too. And I was just thinking, like, you because know. Because that is what happens in, like, every movie. Like, you go under the ice like, and then you can never find your life. way back. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very stressful. And trying to break, if you come up in a different section, trying to break the ice to come back up is really hard. And the hatchet, though, was there for the win. Like, he didn't hesitate. Like, he did, he did. do his part. He stepped up. Um, Wish us happy Hanukkah. <laughs> um and so but the stressful most stressful is like she saves chip and everything and then the fucking so the tree was Mm -hmm. tied off and so it's still got the rope and it disappeared underwater but the rope ties around bell's leg yeah it's like there ain't no way in hell you're escaping that i mean if she like she could maybe unwrap it but yeah you're attached to the other end of a tree so then the inanimate objects are trying to like hold her up but they don't they have no chance yeah and then the beast beast shows up 
and uh, saves and her again. Uh, yeah. I didn't like that he had to save her again. Mm-hmm. And um, then I wrote, I love it when the beast saves her. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, but once again, it's like it's it's the wolf scenario again. Mm-hmm. Um, except this time, yeah, he's not happy about it. He's pissed, and it uh, takes her to this dungeon, throws her in there, not even letting her change or anything, just like she's soft yeah. and wet, like oh, rude death sentence, basically. It's like you promised you'd never leave, and she's like, I wasn't trying to leave. I just yeah, wanted to make super you fucked happy. Up, like and he's like, well. You gave your word, and for that, you will rot. And like he really emphasizes <laughs> the rot part. You will rot in this dungeon. And she's like, I should have known you'd never be anything more than a beast. Yeah, what a stinger. Yeah. Right? That's he a good him. line. So then he storms upstairs. And then this is, it's just a series of depressing lines because there's that, and then Lumiere, like, Everybody real it's past mm-hmm. midnight and it's like, well, Merry Christmas, Cogsworth. And it's like, oh, if only it were. Mm-hmm. And then Lumiere says, uh, and the others show up in Bell's cell and they're like, Merry Christmas. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is Christmas, huh? Wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Angelique is like, I told you it was hopeless. I told you this was all a hopeless folly. Right. And I was wrong. I don't really understand her turnaround, really. Um, not sure what motivated it, but Mm-mm. sure. And uh, we get a nice little reprise with Bernadette Peters singing as long as there's Christmas. Yeah, I liked that part. And Belle dances on point. Hello. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like that's not easy. Mm-mm. Um, Forte tries to force the beast to destroy the rose, which this is. See, again, like this guy's villainy is like snowballing out of control here. We're just like, you know what? Fuck all of us. Let's just destroy just that destroy rose. it. Which Call is it... so rude. Like, obviously, if it were to break, you know, get, if it were to, like, fall, it would be what it was. But, like, to break it prematurely is just super fucked up. Give up on hope altogether. Yeah. Which, ultimately, that's beca- that becomes what this movie is ultimately about, <laughs> is mm-hmm. hope. Yeah. Um, Just believe. Luckily, the Beast notices the book, and he starts reading it. See, I thought that she just bound a bunch of stories together mm-hmm. to give to him, but no, she wrote out this whole big she story wrote a for him. Beautiful book, yeah. And it's basically the story of Beauty and the Beast, essentially. Yeah, I love it. And all the way up to Christmas at that point, anyway. And uh, he really enjoys it, and ultimately, like, yeah, it ends with that message. It's like hope is not something you can ever get rid of. Yeah. Like, I really huh, liked when he hope. was like, quiet, I'm trying to read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that was another thing that was weird is that Forte does a total, it seemed out of character for him to be like, it's like, oh, a storybook doesn't have pretty little pictures for you to paint. <laughs> it's like, you're talking down to your master yeah, right dude, now? dude, you're getting some balls. They realize that they don't need the typical Christmas stuff. Oh, back in the cell. <laughs> they realize, you know what? I don't need this. Like, uh, it's another competition between Lumiere and Cogsworth, which is a weird mm-hmm. B story that didn't hold up or didn't get acknowledged enough. Because then uh, I don't need a turkey. I don't need tinsel. I don't need a Christmas tree. Well, I And uh, they have this weird song called The Cut Up of the Rest. Really out of place. Like, honestly, I would cut this song probably. Me too. Like, what is it doing here? Nothing. Um, and especially, like, again, bear in mind, like, Belle is a prisoner right now. And she's dancing around, happy-go-lucky. Like, <laughs> You're a cut great. above the rest. <laughs> yeah, no. Very rude. weird. It, you know what it reminded me of? Titanic tip and daring dash, adventurers slash explorers. Titanic tip and daring dash, adventurers slash explorers. That was right. Yep, you're right. It's that song because we had the same reaction where it's like, what what is this doing here? It's that movie is dumbfounding because I remember I was ready to love it. I was like, I remember this so awesome. Me too. I remember (sighs) loving it. And it was one of our least liked. I think ep- that we really like one of our least flunked it. Like, like I don't remember. I, believe. I think we, we did. It, yeah, but I think we flunked it. Um, and this is where I mentioned that Forte and Maleficent would get along. He decides to set Bell free. Oh, good. Like, it's <laughs> like sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Not through a temper tantrum. To- totally, like left you for dead. <laughs> um, Forte starts to play. Oh yeah. Um, he's like, oh, well, everybody lives happily ever after. I think not. 
and he starts playing the music to bring the house down literally yeah this was crazy and he's like God, he just again it's like oh okay well fuck us all again like cool. we're gonna all die yeah um he starts pulling jafar shit where it's just like totally. they can't they can't fall in love if they're dead, dead. i also wrote that down <laughs> <laughs> and he, i gotta say like tim curry laugh like it's, it's good it's, it's spectacular good. it's good and especially they really like i feel like they put it on a loop and like made it echo like to really just <laughs> it was crazy um and uh best villain laugh beast breaks the breaks in and it's like whoa cut it out what is enough and he breaks the keyboard and and uh forte basically kills himself though because uh, throwing the keyboard away didn't stop him. He got like pissed and like started yanking himself off the wall, and then it, that was his downfall. It was his hubris. It's like yeah. I, can, I can do this. It's like no, you can't, bro. You an organ. Yeah. And he dies. I guess. <laughs> he does. Yeah, they like, rip him out of the wall, and yeah. he. You see, like the little ghosts <laughs> come out of the organ. That was pretty cool. That, that was, was one good. of the best images. It was good. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention during that song, there's weird cherubs like dancing around and stuff. Those things creeped me out. I didn't like them. Yeah, I, me neither. I didn't trust them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that wraps up. And at first, I thought we were cutting back to Mrs. Potts as a human, and like it's just like what? Well, you know, happily ever after. It's like, yeah. no, we cut to Belle and Beast show up in their awesome costumes. Like, it's Belle is basically in her costume, it, the it, infamous it, golden yeah, dress. The, it was, yeah. Uh, Beast is in a slight variation on his costume. Mm-hmm. And they show up and they look at, it's basically the infamous, like, uh, uh, from the top of the room yeah. looking down scene. But there's a Christmas tree this time. Yeah. Which was nice. And it looked great. It's, it looks really nice. Um, no, we didn't look at the angels up on the ceiling because I knew, oh, shit, that shit's expensive. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Miss Angela Lansbury wraps up the story very nicely. And then we get to She's see. She's got such a wonderful voice. I love Ugh. having her around. She's so comforting. It's, it's going to be, be a hard day. day. Yep. <laughs> Basically, the, I think I've mentioned this before. The only scenario I will accept is if. Uh, Betty White and Angela Lansbury go on the same day. Wow. You just be- want it to be the worst day <laughs> in the history of days? Wow. I'm just- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to get them both out of the way because otherwise no. it's going to be two days of hell. Like two separate days of hell. Don't you think they both deserve their own grief? No. I want I them am. to go out <laughs> fighting each other. They're going to do like unassisted like... <laughs> That is a fight I would love to see, though. <laughs> God, man. Murder, They're she wrote so versus Rose. From- oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, both of those will be a horrible. It's true. So, but. Let's hope but, that they both but have. But it's not How happening anytime Angela? soon. She's Don't not worry as old about as it. Buddy, right? God, she did a. Uh, when she did that. Oh, my God. I know. I'm going to cry just thinking about it. It's so good. <laughs> when she did that live rendition of Beauty and the mm, Beast. Maybe we should post that when we post this episode. Maybe. So that our it's listeners can. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's, it's like lovely. It's good stuff. Because then um, she does a little bit at the end. Um, it's so beautiful. Belle. Uh, uh, so then we cut back and uh, yeah. the story wraps up. And it's like, oh, yeah. So ultimately, neither one of you fuckers saved Christmas. Yeah, it was, it was Belle. Belle. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> Belle brought literacy and yeah. and Christmas back yeah. to the kingdom. And um, when Belle comes in present day, like I really awesome loved her dress. dress. It had tiny awesome little rose dress. decals on it, which I thought was so lovely. They, like this was a badass dress. What a beautiful dress! Like I loved it so much. It was like a dark maroon, and it had tiny little rosebuds loved on it. the sleeves. It was so pretty. Um, they did a really nice job designing that dress and I wouldn't have been mad if they would have like sold, I wish they would have sold like Barbies with her wearing, yes. you know, like, I think they did. Maybe. Well, I, I think they were limited. One. Edition. Yeah, I didn't get <laughs> Well, I didn't get fuck. one, so fuck <laughs> It em. didn't exist actually. <laughs> I no, think there so were limited pretty. editions. Um, Belle gets a rose for Christmas. She does. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very wonderful gift. I I took the time to make you a book, but you got me a rose. Yeah, that's true. From your garden. 
Right. Wait, is this the cursed rose? Because that's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) She broke the curse, bro. Yes, it's true. Well, it couldn't have been because the petals fell off. I thought the rose was a nice symbol of him like coming full circle and thinking that a rose is a nice gift now as to where before he threw it on the ground. Yeah. Threw it it on the ground. Oh, what a good song. Mm Mm-mm. It's great, man. It's great. Andy Samberg, another Jewish person that could have voiced. <laughs> Let me think of all the Jewish that. characters. I would have that... accepted that. You know. Uh, Jeff Bennett, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? And Disney, you missed an opportunity because it could and have this been. Was, honestly, though, this is one of my more favorite voices of his, though. Like, I, 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 didn't, was... I didn't recognize it as him. It took me I a second. I did not either. No, yeah. I didn't either until you said it. Cause then, but he's he. this is what he does, though, right? Because think of his Canadian accent. How fucking stereotypical oh, that thing terrible. is. terrible, yeah. All right, you, all thing. right. Listen, and your marks get set. All right, false start, false start. All right, get yeah. your pick over here. Anyway. Yeah, he's not very good. I mean, sorry. He's good sometimes. sometimes. That's the hard part. Yeah, sometimes. it's hard. He was my... he. Yeah, he's an interesting one, Jeff Bennett. He is. Because then he does the stupid dog catcher voice in Lady and the Tramp 2. Ugh. Ugh. You know, Disney World has a Beauty and the Beast, like a smaller castle of Beauty and the Beast that you can go eat in. Yeah. And I've been there twice. Wait, they do? Disney World? I thought it's the same one. As what? It's not the, so at so Disney World, Disney, the castle that you, the big castle right. isn't the one that you eat in? So at Disneyland, they have Sleeping oh, Beauty's Castle, which yeah. you can walk through, and it's beautiful. And at Disney World, they have Cinderella's Castle, and in Cinderella's Castle, you can eat with the princesses. Yeah, nice. It's like $100 a person. You know, yeah. Um, and that's Cinderella's Castle. And then they built out Sleeping, or sorry, uh, Belle's Castle, Beauty and the Beast Castle, it's smaller, though. It's not as extravagant because they can't have two huge castles. I can't believe they have two castles. That's fucked up. <laughs> and, uh... You know what? We need two castles. We do. It's beautiful, though. So you you go... The food is fabulous. It's actually French food. Um, it's really, really good. And Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. I actually tried it. Um, it's really beautiful. And they have, like, three different rooms that you can eat in. One is the library. One is the mm. dining room where they um, have the I tales the all this time. And the other one is the uh, the room with the view, yeah, <laughs> with the with the rose and the the West Wing room basically. Oh, what? Who and so when that? you're in there, it actually like Mm-mm. at some point nope. goes dark, and nope. then the picture gets claw Don't marks like it. across yeah. it. It's pretty cool actually. Well, wait, I'm not but that happens lie. at Disneyland in the Imagineer thing. Yeah, it does. It okay. also happens in the castle oh, at Disney World, okay. and the food is really good. We ate. We've eaten in the library, and we've eaten in the. Like the dance hall, hmm. the the main room where they sing the tales all the time. It's really nice. And then it ends with a awesome rendition. Like, and see, they really treated this like a full fledged Disney film again. They did. Like they tend to do that with their bigger tentpole franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, since this is technically kind of a, you know, let's kind of tap back into what we did for that. So. Yeah. How do you think this ranks in terms of the animation? I think the animation style is pretty much on par. It's really consistent. It's pretty close. And I think, like, obviously nothing's going to beat the original, even though it's, like, <laughs> a pretty fucked up story. Um, it's close. That's what I mean. It's still on message, though, with totally that, right? Is, like, yeah. it's just as dark. And I, as much as I... It's one of the darkest Christmas movies I've ever <laughs> seen, though. Where Damn. it's just, like, the lines being said, like, it's, like... Ah, uh, fuck, like, Christmas fuck sucks. Christmas. Like, Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it is totally an opposite of a normal Disney Christmas film, which are all about, like, believing in the magic. And, you know, uh, we'll get to those later, guys. Mm. Stay tuned. <laughs> but I actually super enjoyed it, and I yeah. thought it was really good. It was and good. it was fun to live in that world again. It's been a while for me. Let's uh, let's rank it. Let's do or it. Or rate it. Yeah, yeah rate it um yeah i got my number mm. yeah i'm trying to decide between two numbers right now because i feel like i've been too generous lately but then i don't want to be harsh on this one right i think i got mine <sighs> all right me too all right one two three seven six. okay yeah. that makes sense it's close like uh, the the hatchet though plays a part <laughs> it would have been seven but the hatchet takes away a star for sure and for me like i just feel like as much as i liked um 
Tim Curry, like, voicing Forte, I just felt like the villain did, wasn't quite justified enough. Not really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was just too villainous, actually. Versus, like... Because he goes from, like... It's like, oh, I just want to break him up to, like, let's kill him. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> Let's yeah. kill us all. So like, I think each that of his turns is, like, unmotivated, where it's just, like, it's still, like, nothing's really changed. You're just up upping the game. might have made it better. So if we had seen when he was in his human form of him, like, being evil. Well, here's a fun fact. Let's Originally, they were going, this was going to be a typical sequel to Beauty and the Beast, and they were developing it, and it was going to have Gaston's younger brother, <laughs> younger vengeful brother named Avenant. Or Avenant, or um, Avenant, as the villain, but they decided to go with a midquill instead to help kind of try to preserve the magic. See, and when I was younger and I watched this, I actually desperately wished that we could have seen her with the prince as a human. Exactly. For a whole movie, right. because I was like, That'd have been you, you know, we like love all of these other Disney princes. Um, and I never really got have to the love beast. the beast because I thought he was pretty mean yeah, when I was course. a child. Right. Now, I have friends <laughs> that were like, their sexuality was awakened by the Beast. <laughs> like, yeah. and I have friends that think he's more attractive in the Beast form oh, God, than no. the human form. Oh, and no. I'm not that person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, 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 um, no. That... These are probably the same people that think the Joker and Harley Quinn is yes. relationship goals. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. That is the same friends. You're yeah. right. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yep. Let's say take a look at yourself, people. <laughs> it's not healthy. It's fine. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. No. So I that would have been would a have been really good story to yeah. me. But I do enjoy this one nonetheless. Like I think it's really fun. Um, great Christmas fodder. Great way to start Christmas because it's, it's the nice best and bleak. Way. Because next week, like we're focusing a little more on animation this time around. Um, yeah, we've only got one live action coming at you. Yeah. And, uh, but, oh, we'll get to that. But yeah. first, recommendations. Yeah. What do you got? I am going to recommend a TV show on Netflix. It's new. It is called Dash and Lily. It's sort of like, it's not like, I mean, it's kind of like you've got mail a little bit um, in TV form with mm. younger people. Um, but, you know, unlike in You've Got Mail where he kind of tricks her. Like, neither of these two characters know who the other one is, but they write to each other in a notebook that they leave in secret locations oh. for each other to find. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's really a fun movie fun. Um, about them, like, falling in love and not having met yet. And I, I'm a sucker for that kind of story, if I'm being truthful. Mm -hmm. uh, like, You've Got Mail is my, like, probably my favorite rom-com of all time. Um, anyways, so I really, really like it. And he's kind of cynical and doesn't really like Christmas because he got his heart broken during Christmas. And she's, like, all about Christmas, but she's an outcast, and she's weird, and she only hangs out with, like, old people. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I really like both of the characters, and it's really fun, and it's really, uh, well, I binged it in one day, and it's eight episodes. That's very upsetting, but uh, it's really good, and it made me feel really good, and the music is good, and, cool. and the shots of New York are really beautiful, and it made me want, it, like, revoked that thing where I want to go back, I want to go to New York now. I used to want to go to New York so bad, and then just like with everything else in the world, you know, it kind of just you don't want to. Yeah. And now I do again because it looks so beautiful in the in the show, like during Christmas time. Cool. It's really nice. I really, really recommend it. It's great. Sweet. It's lighthearted. It's easy to watch. What is it? It's called Dash and Lily. Those On, are their names. Where is it at? Netflix. It's a Netflix, Netflix original. Yeah. And I'm recommending a podcast, Sleigh Bell Cinema. Aha! I think I recommended this last year. It's a re-recommend, which is fine. Uh, because Sleigh Bell Cinema, it's hosted by Michael May. It's one of my favorite... He's one of my favorite podcast hosts in general because he's just got a rich voice. He's yeah. really good at storytelling. I listen... I've recommended a few of his podcasts, I think. But Sleigh Bell Cinema is seasonal, so it only comes up around the end of November. Mm. He just did an episode on... He likes to do Christmas, hardcore Christmas movies like Home Alone and yeah, Christmas Carol and stuff like that. But he also likes to do what he calls Christmas tangential movies <laughs> like Die, Die Hard. Die Hard? Or... Uh, Christmas movie? Yeah or nah? Uh, he thinks no. What do you think? Um, I agree. It depends. Like, I, I've heard great cases for both sides because to me it's not and that's okay because... You know, 
at the end of the day, it's an action movie, right? It's With great, Christmas yeah. in it. It's similar to It's a Wonderful Life. Technically, I wouldn't consider that a Christmas movie either. Whoa. Um, because it just has Christmas You're elements right. in it. Um, and it just, Christmas only comes in at the end. Like, I... we like to put the label of Christmas on things that display like christian values and that's kind of a problem with christmas in general though Mm -hmm. where it's like we it's become very christiany where it's like it's pretty it's more open than that right totally it should be like yeah i watched die hard for the first time ever last year (laughs) it's a great movie it is a great movie i did watch it during christmas time with josh (laughs) it's fun to watch it that way too Um, like it can be appreciated both ways well and josh was like Josh is not a big Christmas movie fan. And Josh also, this is like a weird thing with us. I love to rewatch things because when I watch TV, I'm never 100% watching it. I'm always doing other things. That's just who I am as a person. And he like watches one thing one time and he can go in and tell you every single thing that happened in the movie. And that's how his brain works. It's frightening. Um, <laughs> so he never likes to rewatch movies. So once he's seen a Christmas movie once, he's like, I don't want to watch it anymore. Like, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And so we watched Die Hard last year together because it was the only Christmas movie, quote unquote, that I hadn't seen that he had. And so we watched it. Nice. And I liked it. and enjoyed it. It was fun. And you just an episode of Shazam, Shazam, which is technically a Christmas movie. It's got Christmas in it. Okay. The new one? Yeah, Shazam. Yeah, I really liked that movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah so sleigh bell cinema check it sleigh out sleigh bell cinema all right everybody thank you for joining us i am so excited to continue our christmas movie watching me too um next week we are watching disney's uh or sorry mickey's once upon a christmas yay and this was the traditionally animated one and then they made a twice upon a christmas that was 3d animated yeah they did <laughs> so the once upon a christmas was great because it's the last like yeah Ugh. it's like you know it's doing so, that animation i can't wait to watch it i'm so excited i loved it so much should so i hope av- that it should be available on disney yeah, plus it is. for y'all yeah. and uh so check it out and then join us for our review and reliving of mickey's once upon a christmas yeah and uh yep jingle those bells deck those halls and uh join us uh next week yeah guys bye thank you merry christmas happy new year